0: Thank you for joining today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast, and thank you for having a desire to be your best at work and helping your organization achieve success. This podcast focuses on tactical actions to improve workplace culture, and these actions align to our nine principles for organizational excellence. Have you ever worked for a leader who said, don't bring me problems, bring me solutions? Why does a leader say this? In some cases, leaders want to keep people from whining and complaining. At other times, leaders get frustrated with fielding issues that could be resolved without them. I find this last reason to be more prevalent when leaders work with their leadership teams. The executive leader charges his leadership team with certain responsibilities. The executive leader expects his team to work through challenges and issues prior to bringing them to him. Some executive leaders shift all the responsibility to the leadership team and may tell the leadership team to only bring solutions to the meeting. They don't want to hear about the problem the leadership team is facing. Rather, these executive leaders expect leaders to solve problems and bring solutions to the group. After all, the executive leaders may think that's why leaders were selected for their positions. In one of my first jobs, I had a supervisor who lived by the only bring solutions mindset. Here's what I remember. When I had conversations with her, I only talked about the positive parts of my work. I was fearful to ask for assistance and guidance. In many instances, when I encountered problems, I tried to figure out the best solutions on my own. And at times, that worked pretty well. Looking back, I believe having the opportunity to talk through some challenges would have helped me grow and develop my skills. Here's the reality. Some problems are difficult to solve, And in many instances, when people work together, they derive better solutions. So in this podcast episode, I challenge leaders to think critically about their approach when they say, don't bring me problems, bring me solutions. Sabina Nawaz wrote an article published in the Harvard Business Review titled, The Problem with Saying, Don't Bring Me Problems, Bring Me Solutions. She proposes that this saying is fraught with challenges. I've presented some of those challenges, leaders expecting other leaders to solve problems and supervisors not providing a safe space for teams to solve problems. Nawaz says that managers continue to say this because they want to avoid people complaining. Talking about potential barriers is different from complaining. Nawaz suggests that when issues are communicated in productive ways, people feel safe to bring bad news forward early enough to avert a crisis. Without this safe space, people may even cover up bad news. If we think people should bring solutions to any problems because we don't want to hear complaints, let's challenge our thinking and help people learn how to raise a valid concern without complaining. It's at this point that someone asks this question. What do we do with people who think their job is to complain? Some people are seldom, if ever, satisfied and prefer to focus on setbacks over progress. Others like to vent. Venters talk about how they are personally effective in negative ways. Their goal is to get attention and to gain validation for the way they feel. These complainers feel validated when their colleagues sympathize with them. They don't want solutions to problems. Solving problems interferes with their need to get attention. Remember from our series of podcast episodes on high, solid, and low performers that about 10% of people in our organizations are low performers and may dig their heels in to build roadblocks to creating productive workplaces. If you have someone on your team that's in the bottom 10% of the performance curve, focus your efforts on the other 90%. And if you are the supervisor of someone in the 10%, address performance issues. We spent several episodes on this topic If you have a performance issue, like a complainer, review the episodes focused on low performers. In this episode, let's attend to 90% of our team members. If you work for a high-performing organization, teammates don't tolerate chronic complainers. Let's get back to how to solve problems without complaining. NOAAZ recommends we require our team members to alert us to potential problems using problem statements rather than complaints. Complaints are stated using generalizations, such as, we never have the right resources to do our jobs, morale is bad, and everyone's tired of going to too many meetings. On the other hand, when we speak using problem statements, we are factual and talk about how several issues create the problem and take responsibility as being partly responsible for the problem. For example, rather than complain that there are too many meetings, we may say something like this, In the past month, our team has attended 15 meetings, which may be more than we need, or we need to ensure that all meetings are productive and use time well. About five of the 15 meetings didn't have agendas that were sent to people in advance. Items on the agenda about the CRM crossed over from meeting to meeting, and at times, different decisions were made about how we enter data in the system. Now here, The problem has been identified in a way we can work together to solve. Remember, in the last podcast episode, I provided an example of how to use a problem-solving agenda template to address issues that surface when organizational changes occur. The problem we focused on had an effect on all team members. Rather than continue with our current approach, we modified our practices to make it more meaningful to our team. All to say, when we identify a problem, we can bring the solution forward to others to help solve. And when we do, we tend to get better results. So let's invite our teams to surface problems by presenting problem statements or or using key words that don't come across as complaints. The more proactive we are with empowering our employees to bring problems forward, the quicker we can solve the problem. Here's a consistent way we can proactively listen for problems and issues. I suggest leaders apply a leader tactic we've discussed in our prior episode, leader rounding. This tactic lends itself to proactively gathering information from our teams. Let's say we apply leader rounding to individuals working as a team on a project. We schedule a time with each team member and ask these questions. What's working well on the team project and why? What are the barriers or problems you and the team are encountering on this team project Why do you think these barriers exist? And who has been especially helpful to you and the team? If you were the person responding to the rounding questions, make sure you respond to the barriers question by communicating with a problem statement or keywords rather than with complaints or generalizations. Use keywords to frame the issue with facts, influencing factors, and part ownership of the problem. After a leader rounds on all team members, she may see a pattern of issues to bring to the team to solve. It's here where we use problem-solving meeting agenda templates to guide the team discussion. We talked about how to use this tool in our last episode. So far, we've talked about creating safe environments for our teams to bring problems forward. This is important. It's equally important that we teach individuals how to solve problems that may not need to be brought to the leader or group. It's important for leaders to reflect on the difficulty level of problems to determine when to turn the solution building process over to others and when to stay involved in the decision making. Let's conclude this episode with helping our teams bring solutions forward proactively without depending on the leader. Robin Cameroat wrote an article published in Inc. Magazine She states that most employees have the desire and capacity to make the right decisions. They just need a little help at first. I agree with Nawaz that leaders shouldn't tell employees not to bring problems to them and only bring solutions. I've also experienced times when employees and sometimes leaders bring problems to me without reflecting on why the problem is occurring. At times, it seems easier on others when they shift the responsibility to me rather than trying to solve a problem. When this occurs, I find myself being in that unwanted position of micromanaging. I'm now in a no-win situation with the team. I get frustrated and exhausted with the extra work, and the team is frustrated and exhausted with me getting into their daily business. We'll come back to this topic on a later episode. There's a delicate balance between bringing leaders into the problem solving process and leaving them out. If there's an issue at hand and the team members believe they can bring forward a solution as they are presenting the problem, that's time well spent. When the problem is more complex and has deeper consequences if not solved well, involve the leader to determine the best approach to creating a solution. When you approach problem solving in this way, Most leaders welcome the opportunity to think critically with teams. Problems are a natural part of our work. Let's see them as opportunities to learn and improve. And seeing problems as opportunities encourages us to continuously improve the way we do business. So next week, let's do two things. First, think about a time when you complained about something to your leader. Jot down what you said. Now, draft a new response using The problem statement approach, or key words, be factual, talk about how several issues create the problem, and take responsibility as being partly responsible for the problem. And second, when a problem surfaces that needs to be resolved, reflect on the best way to solve the problem. If you need to involve the leader, think through how you approach the leader. Do you work with others to talk through the problem prior to going to the leader? Is it a problem that you can think through and then take to your leader? Or is it a problem that really needs your leader input immediately? Assess your natural tendency to solve problems that surface in your work. We experience problems as a natural part of our work and life. Problems are normal and unavoidable. Also, the intensity of problems varies. So leaders, embrace problems and build safe places for teams to collectively find solutions. Welcome interactions and dialogue among our teams to break through and bring solutions. And help teams know when leaders need to be involved in making decisions associated with complex problems. And teams, when a problem surfaces, carefully reflect on how you and others can solve the problem without involving the leader. Do some pre-work before bringing it to a leader's attention and ask for guidance to make sure you apply the best possible solution. Remember to use key words to message the way you present problems to others. Here's what'll happen. Our workplaces would be full of people naturally engaging with others to take on any challenge that comes our way. And when we need our leader's help, we'll know when and how to ask for guidance. We'll see problems as opportunities to improve as we strive for excellence. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. I look forward to connecting with you next week as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week.